Welcome to the Sharid Sedek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Here you'll find a live recording of just about every sermon, Devar Torah, teaching, or story from our Arab Shabbat and High Holy Day services. We know that you wish you could be with us more often, and we understand life getting in the way is not a bad thing. To live Jewishly is to understand that just as important as it is that Judaism happens in the synagogue, it's even more important to live Jewishly in your home and on your way. So here we are, in your home, on your way, maybe even on your morning run. If you ever have any questions or want to continue the discussion, let one of us know, and make sure you check out our live stream and YouTube channel for more ways that Sharit Zedek is available to you on demand. Keep an eye on your shofar and email so that when you're able, you can be with us as well. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Well, this is a story that I heard. I guess most stories should start once upon a time. There was a very successful and wealthy uh, businessman who really thought he was very important, a very important part of the community. And he came up with this idea he was going to have a huge party. And he was going to invite all of the most important people in the city so that everybody would know how important he was. And he had a big dance floor where everybody was doing disco. Okay, everybody was flossing. (laughs) And he had a big, fancy chandelier. And he had, most importantly, what's the most important part of every party? Well, that's the music. He's got a dance floor. I guess I I didn't mention he had a DJ. You're right. He had a dance floor and a DJ to play music. Otherwise, what would people be dancing to? Yes. What do you think? The cake. He had a huge, beautiful cake. It was this tall off of the ground and was on a big table. And next to the cake, what else? He had a big bowl of punch (laughs) next to the cake. And what else? He might have had candles on the cake. When I, when I go to a big party, I know it's extra fancy if they have really fancy food. You ever go to a party and they have really fancy food? What are some fancy foods that you think he might have had at his party? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come all the way back here. I see, I see a very fancy food back here. What's, what's the fancy food that you think? That maybe there was some shrimp. Yeah, shrimp cocktail. (laughs) This is the the South after all. And he had... uh, And what else at the the fancy party? And calamari. We've got a theme going. We've got shrimp. We've got calamari. And of course, all of the dipping sauces, right? And beluga caviar for a hundred, what, a hundred and forty dollars an ounce. Very fancy party. And what else? Should I come back? And there was sushi. 
We're, uh, I just want everyone to know Rabbi Bernholtz in the back is thinking this is a party he wants to go to. <laughs> so this is. And what else? And prime rib. And what else? Banana chicken nuggets. I don't know what banana chicken nuggets are, but they sound very fancy. And I'm sure there were lots of other foods, but I'm just going to take one, two more, because I saw your hands. Sorry, I saw their hands first. And french fries, why not, for the kids. And? And more, more fries, okay. We, we, were, we, were, we were on a very classy roll. You guys did such a good job with the classy foods. And also french fries. That's right, he had all of those wonderful foods and a big giant cake and a big bowl of punch. And he invited all of the most important people and he said, you know, I want everybody to come to this party. I want a big, huge crowd. And as the night came where he was throwing this big party, he saw a fellow who was there. I'm going to take this off for a second. He saw a fellow came, come by, and he was not wearing a jacket. And he was not wearing a tie. And in fact, he looked a little bit grungy. And he had holes in his pants and in his, in his clothes. And he had a big hole in his shoe and his big toe was sticking out of the hole. And his, his hair was a little bit messy. And he came by and said, oh, I'm here for the party. Well, this guy took one look up and down. And he said, I don't think this is your kind of party. We've got fancy beluga caviar, and we've got fancy shrimp cocktail and calamari and very fancy McDonald's french fries, and I don't think, and the banana chicken nuggets, and I don't think this is your kind of party. I don't think you really want to come here. And the man, let's call him Herschel, that was his name, said, well, but I really want to come, and I, I like all of those things, and I, I can be fancy too, and I'm an important part of this community. But still, the guy who was throwing the party said, no, you can't come in. Well, Herschel had a friend who had a lot of very fancy clothes, and so he went, and he borrowed from his friend. He said, can I borrow a tie? His friend said, yeah, you can borrow a tie, Herschel. You're a wonderful guy. I would do anything for you. So Herschel put on his tie and his jacket, And, and he did a much better job putting this all together than I did, <laughs> so that he looked very presentable and very fancy, and even slicked his hair back, and he went back to the party. And in fact, 
he looked so fancy that he was unrecognizable, and the guy saw him and said, oh, he's got a very fancy, expensive suit, and he's got a fancy, expensive tie, and he got new shoes that were fancy and expensive that he borrowed from his friend, and that guy said, oh, my friend, come on in. You're welcome here. I can see you're very important. Come on into the party and enjoy all of these things. So Herschel walked right up to that big, giant cake. And he walked right up to that long table with the shrimp cocktail and the caviar and the banana chicken nuggets and the, and the, the french fries and the beluga caviar. And he took a little spoon of the beluga caviar like this. He had his finger out. That's how you know it's very fancy. And he started to put it in the pocket of his jacket, just poured it right in there. And then he went to the french fries and he put those in this pocket, put some other french fries in this pocket and the, the, took the banana chicken, banana chicken nuggets, put those, put those over here and, and he went up to the shrimp cocktail and he dipped the shrimp in the shrimp cocktail, that, that red sauce that gets everywhere and he started putting that inside his pockets and he went up to the cake and he grabbed a big handful of the cake like this and he started shoving it up the sleeves of his jacket. And everybody at the party was shocked. They're saying, oh my gosh, what is this crazy person? What is he doing? And the, the guy who was hosting the party, who wanted everybody to know how important he was, went over and said, stop, stop, what are you doing? And Herschel said, well, when I came here before, I wasn't allowed in. But when I changed my clothes, then you said, come in, you're welcome. So... Clearly, it was my clothes that you were inviting to eat your food and drink your punch, which he poured all down the front of his shirt, and eat the cake. Since you only wanted my clothes here, I'm letting my clothes enjoy your hospitality. And do you think that that guy felt very important, or do you think that he felt really embarrassed? He felt really embarrassed. Do you think that Herschel, at the beginning of the story, felt embarrassed? When he went to the party and this, this guy said, I don't think it's your kind of place. I don't think you belong here. Do you think Herschel felt bad? <clears throat> How many people think Herschel felt bad when the man wouldn't let him go to the party? And he said, you don't belong here. Yeah, it doesn't feel good when someone says, I don't think you belong here. This isn't your kind of place. And that's why Herschel showed the man what he had done. By judging him by what he looked like and by saying, you're not welcome here and I don't want you here. And you don't belong with these fancy people because you're not fancy enough. He didn't show him hospitality. In this week's Torah portion, we, we, well, we've already met Abraham and Sarah, but we learn about what wonderful hosts they are that they welcome everybody. And in fact, Abraham, when he sees people walking in the distance through the, the opening in his tent, and there's an opening on every side of his tent, so no matter where they are, Abraham and Sarah can see them, and Abraham will jump up and run out to greet them and say, come on, come on into my tent. And Sarah will see somebody out there and say, 
oh, there's somebody coming. I'm going to start cooking a great meal so that whoever they are, they have something delicious to eat. And that's how we know we're supposed to always have the best hospitality and welcome people in. Even if it's you're sitting at a table at lunch and you see somebody sitting over there by themselves and maybe, maybe they wanted to sit at another table and somebody said, I don't think this is the table for you. You might be happier at another table. You can be like Abraham and Sarah and invite them over to sit with you. You can say, you do belong here and you belong at my lunch table, and you belong at my home. Let's go play video games. And you belong, and, and floss. In my mind, kids just, just hang out in the room and, and do the floss. Is, is, do, you, do you hang out and do the floss with your friends? No, that's not a thing. And you can say to somebody who might not have somewhere else to go, I hope you'll come over. I hope you'll spend time with me, and you will not have to embarrass anybody like Herschel got embarrassed. And you won't, definitely won't have Herschel come over and start putting cake in the sleeves of his suit. Because you can make sure that everybody has a place where they're welcome. And especially with Thanksgiving coming up, when you have so many wonderful foods, you can make sure that other people, even if they're not knocking on your door or sitting at the table next to you, that they have wonderful food at their table too. Shabbat shalom.